They loose, slipping, party and bullshitting. Podcast girls, they putting they two cents in. They loose, slipping, party and bullshitting. Podcast girls, they putting they two cents in. Tea sipping, tea sipping. Nothing's off limits at the table, they sitting. Zero filter, aka no chill. Grab your seat, bells and popcorn, it gets real. Hello, where you at? Debbie, where you at? Going live, log on. Podcast is the trap. Loose slipping, yeah. They loose slipping, hey. Loose slipping, hey. They loose slipping, hey. This is your girl, Lo. I'm your girl, Deb Cakes. And we are bringing you a very special bonus episode. So, I know you guys been seeing us post. Season 3 is coming. And I even put up a little, whatchamacallit, to let you guys know that we're doing some new formats with the show. So, you're going to get two episodes a week now from Debbie and myself. Our first episode would just be a normal podcast show where we could possibly have some guests and we just discuss our main topic. But everything else, such as our petty, po- petty positive, can't talk tonight, weekly wrap-ups and stuff where we talk about everything that goes on in the pop culture, that's going to be a separate episode. That's going to be our bonus episodes for you people. So this is what you're getting today, a bonus episode. Y'all ready? So tonight's bonus episode, of course... Debbie's going to bring you the weekly wrap-up with Love and Hip Hop and all their glory. And then we're just going to touch on what's been happening in the news this week. And then, of course, you guys got to stay tuned because Season 3 of Looseless Podcast is on its way. So, Debbie, you want to go ahead? Wait, do we want to do a Petty Positive? Because I, do ha- I don't have a Petty Positive right now. I don't have one either. Okay, so let's just go ahead and jump into our weekly wrap-up. And, Debbie, take it away. Alright, lovers and friends, you all know that Love & Hip Hop just aired their first part, well I ain't gonna say first, part one of their season for this year. I think it is what, season eight for Love & Hip Hop Atlanta? I think so. Not for sure, but I think so, because I haven't watched it in a while. Okay, so I'm gonna start off with um, Rashida and Kurt. Okay. Um, to me this season... Before I even get into the the reunion, because they didn't really touch on them much in this part one. Okay. But them this season, what's Kurt need to get it together? Is he still fucking up? Step up and be a better father. Rashida, I love you to get to death. I do, but baby, you need to make sure he's doing better. She said that she's pushing pushing him and she wants him to do better, mm-hmm. but you have to open yourself up to do that as well. I feel like you forgave him, so you need to accept everything that comes with that package. So is she not accepting of the baby? The she, she is accepting of the baby, but okay. she's slowly accepting. Gotcha. And it's like he doesn't—he walks on eggshells when it comes to his son because he doesn't want to hurt her. But at the end of the day, she's already been hurt. Yeah. 
it's nothing else she can hurt from from that situation unless you still mess up with the baby mama. But you not being a part and not communicating with your baby mama just to keep her from hurting. If y'all have to do a group text where all the text messages is everybody's together in that one group, then do that. But y'all need to be able to communicate with each other and not go through somebody else because y'all didn't go through nobody else to have that baby. That is true. So, I'm going to need you to get that together. But they did open up a, a restaurant, I think it was. I've seen that on um, um, social media. Okay. It looks nice. Um, so, kudos to you guys. They still... One thing I do love about them, they are business partners. They are partners in more than one way. Yeah. They are, they support each other. Even when they fuck up, Kurt, when he fuck up, she's still there to support. Yeah. They were going through whatever, like when his mom's mind, she was still there to support. Yeah. Because like she said, at the end of the day, they have a friendship like no other. And she loves him. And she does. And she does. So I feel like you married for better or for worse to death do us part. And that means if I have to kill you too. But you know, that don't matter. We're going to just, just, you know, whatever. Death do us part. Then we're going to kill her husband. I'm just saying, I, I might, I'll kill him, you know. So just watch out for those ice cubes, you know. <laughs> you don't want to go to ice cubes or nothing like that. But anyway, if you watch this, it's funny. <laughs> but uh, anyway, moving along. So that was them, Mimi, and that there Stevie J. Oh, I'm so sick of them. I'm not even gonna say I'm sick of them. I'm sick of him. Okay, you are married. Let that girl be with whoever she want to be with. You keep talking about this person and that person, but like she said, she's had the same girlfriend for the last three and a half years. What are you talking about? Stevie is such a narcissist, I think, and he just don't want Mimi to be happy. Mm-mm. It's like if he don't have he I, to me it feels like with Stevie J he's the type of man that I may not want you or I may not want to do right by you but I don't want nobody else to be with you and do right by you right they touched on your subject girl what was my subject girl Biggie girl oh they did oh why didn't nobody tell but me Faith was not there she did not come okay. Um, but he just says, you know, they happy, they've been friends forever, um, and as far as Biggie, that man is, you know, long gone, may he rest in peace, let him rest in peace, and let them be happy. But, he, um, uh, 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 okay, I'm, uh, mm. go ahead. And he said that they've both been in different relationships since she's been with Biggie, and since he has passed, and their friendship, they just became two friends that were in love, and they just living their happy life. Uh-uh. Nope. Mm mm. Don't trust it, but whatever. Okay, that's what they said. Um, Ty and Mimi. I'm just gonna say this. If I was ever gay, Ty's gonna have to be my girlfriend. Okay? Because that woman is just beautiful, honey. She mm. is, and she rides for Mimi. And, and she do, honey. Before, like, I think this season started, or maybe in the middle of the season, I had saw where. Ty had posted a picture of her, Mimi, and Eva, which she should. They are mm-hmm. a family. And they are. Stevie J was like, get a child of your own or some crap. Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He has this big thing about he, she shouldn't speak on their parenting because she doesn't have children. She does have a child. She has your daughter. She, okay. she is, just like Stevie, you have six kids. 
by numerous women. Just like Ty is a stepmother to Eva, you're a stepfather to Faith's kids. And she's mm-hmm. a stepmother to your kids. So uh-huh. Ty can have a say-so, especially when she's around all the time and she sees what you're not doing. Exactly. <sighs> Moving along to my favorite couple of the season. Oh, God. Young Jock and Kendra. Let me tell you how much I love Miss Kendra, girl. Okay, girl. I love everything about her, okay? I knew she was going to be his wife when she called him Jocelyn, okay? Jocelyn. Okay. Yeah, when they call you so, by your government name, that means we love you. We're not going to call you by your street name, Young Shooter. Yeah. So let me tell you that I think the most funniest part ever. Okay. When Carly, you know, Carly this season went through a lot with her fiance. Mm-hmm. And they got to talking about, you know, him controlling her and all of that. You know, she got to crying. And she asked this jock, not her. What's the girl name that hosts the damn show? Uh, uh, I want to say Nikki. But that's not it. Um, Something in that ballpark. Anyway, her. Yeah. She asked John, you know, being that you used to date Carly, like, how does it make you feel seeing this and hearing this, that she's in this type of situation? Girl, before she could even answer, Kendra said, he don't feel no type of way. He don't got no feelings about that. When I tell you I love her, I love everything about her. She shuts shit down. Okay, good. She don't leave no room for no mistakes. I did okay. see one thing um, where she was meeting up with Cena mm-hmm. and his other child's mother, which is actually his ex-wife. Yes, but Cena made it a point to be messy mm-hmm. and tell Kendra about Jock supposedly talking to people in the shop. Which I feel is really her just being messy because anytime she's been on the show, like she had linked up with Carly Red to Mm -hmm. be messy Messy. towards the other girl he was dating. I can't remember her name, but they kept calling her Miss Miss Kitty. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So my thing is, I feel like she just, she mad because all you got out of it was kids. Yeah. That's it. At the end of the day, all you got was kids. And I'm sorry that that's all you got. So, um, somebody brought up the point that, oh, they've been together for, what, four years, and he's had multiple women that he's been public with. It doesn't matter. Like she said, it don't matter about none of that, because that, she got the ring. She don't care about nothing that in the past. Yeah. She care about now and what they're doing now, yeah. and he make her happy now. And wish she should be that way. So, them, I cannot wait to see this um, wedding. Um, do you think they're going to do um, a wedding a special? special? Yeah. I think they will do a wedding special. I would definitely love to see that. And she cleared up what was said about when she said she don't want to be another baby mom. Okay. She said she meant exactly what I thought she meant. She's not going to be with him, sleep with him, have a baby. You going with your life and now baby number, my baby mom number 1500. Who would want to be that? Nobody want to be that. She never said that she didn't want to have kids. She said she don't want to be a baby mom. Which there's so a difference. going to be his wife. Yeah. She would not mind having kids. Yeah, because there's a difference between being a wife and being someone's baby mom. Baby mom. Exactly. All right. So let's see who else was on the show last time. I'm scrolling through my list so I won't miss nobody. Gotcha. Happy baby and fucking Erica. I've seen snippets of that girl. Please get into that because, whoo. Okay, so I don't know who Rizzi to believe. 
I think they both brought it up. She, because she was saying that she had a message from July. Yeah. He was saying he had messages from June that was yeah. caught up, and he only missed one payment this year. That was like February. Yeah. To me, I feel like that whole thing is just messy, and they got a lot of stuff that they need to work through because of how those relationships ended and started. Yeah. And I don't think they got through those situations, which is what's causing the issues now. I feel like Erica, excuse me, I almost burped on the show. And y'all please don't let her burp because, oh my God. I said the house, honey. It's like the the conjuring. Okay. So, um, Scrap is now married to Bambi. Oh, okay, Lil Scrap. You got to say Lil Scrap because when you said Scrap, I was thinking of... Scrap, Scrap right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, Scrappy and Bambi are now married. Erica, you just dropped your own twin, so you have your own relationship. She feels like they should be able to communicate with each other. Mm-hmm. He feels like it shouldn't be no communication. They should be able to just shoot a text, hey, you get her this weekend, to such, okay, whatever. She wants, she's putting on the facade that she wants them to have a co-parenting relationship. Uh-huh. But Bambi is like, no, because at the end of the day, whenever Bambi and Scrappy are happy, Erica wants to be messy and be a better baby mama. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much how she, she that's pretty much how she explained last night when yeah. I said those words. Gotcha. When they're on bad terms, then her and Scrappy are good. Mm-hmm. When they are good, then Erica wanna be bitter. My thing is just let that go. Then Scrappy put her on blast and was like, You talking about you got this baby daddy, blah 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 this and he ain't even there, you ain't even seen them. So, I don't know what's going on with the baby daddy. I, it still hasn't said. I know you like to research shit, so you probably already know who the baby daddy is. I, ha- I have not actually researched um, her children's father, but I will get on it. Um, But she um, portrays like they have this great relationship, and he just prefers not to be on camera. Mm-hmm. And he is just like, nah, that ain't, that ain't even what it is. My thing, this is what I think about Erica and Scrappy, because I remember when Love and Hip Hop first started, first season, you can tell mm-hmm. they didn't have no budget, mm-hmm. you know, um, he was going to put them paws on Stevie J. Mm-hmm. I think Erica holds a lot of resentment towards Scrappy. And animosity. And, and animosity, mm-hmm. because uh, I think it was the second season when Shay, aka mm-hmm. Boots, from Flavor of Love got introduced as Scrappy's quote-unquote friend. Mm-hmm. And he was going back and forth between um, uh, Erica mm-hmm. and Shay, kind of. And then he proposed to Erica, which upset uh, upset Shay. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there was a lot of issues with Erica and Scrappy. I think it was the third season, like his mama yeah. and her got into it. And then, mm-hmm. then they got into it at another party and all this stuff with him money. I feel like Mama D and Erica not getting along really caused the wedge between Erica and Scrappy. It, it did because Mama D kind of seemed like one of those mamas where nobody was good enough for Scrappy. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Scrap got with the Bam, and then him and she and, didn't give a fuck about his mama. She did not, and him and the Bam had issues because there was another mm-hmm. Erica he was talking to, the light skinned one. Yeah, because I remember they was at a party and she was like, "Sorry to hear about what happened." She was talking about the Bam having a miscarriage and the Bam punched yep. in the face. But yep. I just think. I feel like Erica thought maybe it was always going to be her when then Scrap turned around and he got it together for Bambi. And even though they had their trials and tribulations, they got married, had a baby, and that's the life that Erica thought she was going to have with Scrap. And to see somebody else have that life, 
she ain't letting it go, even though she got twins by a whole nother man. Mm-hmm. It's still bothering her. And I don't even know why Scrap is on child support for Imani because she's like, what, 15, 16 now? Mm-hmm. Be 18 soon. And Scrap takes care of her. He does. He does. Child support is a whole nother topic, child. Girl. But I think that's definitely the issue. I feel like she is holding on to some. She's hurt. Yeah. She's hurt because it's not her. And, and she need to I let can that understand go. where she's coming from, you know, but she do need to let that go, baby. Yeah. You done, done dropped your own loads. But on a good note, her and Mama D are good friends. Mama D said that those twins that Erica got are her great kids, too. She said that's, they think her and Erica are family. Well, so they are. Erica kids, they her, they her, they her yeah. kids. Because those and are Imani's little sisters. Right. So I get, I get where Mama D is coming from. Okay, let's move it along. Debbie to... really got a list. Um, who I'm going to touch on first? Let's just do Carly, because I don't think I really touched on her. So Carly this season, everybody knows that she has had umpteen million boyfriends. She has a new boyfriend every season. Lord. She really do. She had a new boyfriend this season. He ended up actually being her fiance. She was happy in love until the season got got on in, and we seen the real. You know, it was almost like that. You know, they bring, they, they present her, and then you get the real person after yeah. a while. So he ended up being very controlling. And like, you know, Rashida and everybody kept telling her, that's not okay. You know, she said that she needs to change because she is going to be a married woman. So maybe she does need to start coming in the house at 2 o'clock. Maybe she does need to check in and say, I'm going to be out a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. And like they said, there's nothing wrong with that. But when he's telling you that you have to, that's the issue. Yeah. Because you do have to control and tame yourself a little bit once you become somebody's wife. You do. But you are an industry woman. That's how you get paid. You that you go to parties. You that's that's how you get paid. And if he's gonna be your husband, he needs to understand that. Yeah. So he was just controlling. I don't she never spoke on it, but when she was talking to Rashida at the shop that day, I feel like it was it's definitely more than just a verbal abuse that she's getting from him. I really was rooting because, for Carly. Like yeah, I, I with was him. Too. But if you see, if you go and pull up when she was talking to Rashida at her boutique and she was crying, like, she mm-hmm. was nervous, scared. Like, Carly is not even Carly anymore. Like, she holds her head down when she's talking about the situation. Like, if, you, if you've if you been there, you know the signs. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. So, that was that. So, Carly did take a lot of the test. She's saying that nothing... Okay, so they actually asked her and Pooh, loving hip-hop themselves, asked her and Pooh to take a lot of the test. Pooh refused to take a lot of the test. Carly took it, and she answered no to everything. She never had sexual relations. They never had any type of... With Pooh or her husband. Uh-huh. She never boo-booed on sheets. Like, she said no to everything that they asked. Yeah. But, of course, the results will not get to next week. Of course. They gotta have you come I, back next week for part two. Right. So... Me watching the lie detector test, I feel like Carly knows how to trick a lie detector test. Oh, yeah. I definitely felt like I could see some lies. But the the lie detector test says no deception, some type of deception, and um, they couldn't. I forgot what the last one, but they couldn't get an accurate reading. They couldn't get an accurate reading for it. So that we'll find out come next week if she cheated on the sheets. Okay. I think that whole storyline was just crazy. 
Mm-hmm. Pooh seems to be, in my opinion, very messy. Mm-hmm. She's too she old. Her and Carly. Her mm-hmm. and Carly. I think her and Carly, they didn't have this whole boo-boo gate between them. That they would have been mm-hmm. the best of friends and caused so much drama. Mm-hmm. Because they're both messy. Right. But Carly's so, daughter is beautiful. She is beautiful. So let's move along to uh, Sierra. Oh, Lord. Let me tell you, Sierra Red Pooh, her rights to remain the fuck solid and sit the fuck down. Okay. okay. So Sierra told her she's not going to argue with her because she was raised to respect her elders. And bitch, you got to be as old as my grandma. She has to be. Pooh does look a little elderly. And she said, while you doing all this and being all messy and talking about people managing this bitch, she said, Rashida, you know. She said, I was married for eight years. Rashida, you and Kurt been married forever. You know this public record. She looked up who and her husband. And they ain't got no marriage license. Ooh, so they pulling the Stevie and Jocelyn? Well, then she said, your husband hadn't been married since 2013. And she said, Pooh ain't nothing but an ex-stripper, an ex-prostitute. I mean, it's an ex-prostitute. Um living this facade life, but who said that they marriage is legal, but just not in the state of Georgia, but they ain't nobody's business. Okay. Okay. Whatever. Well, they possibly um, could have got married in another country. Or yeah, maybe in another she, state. But she said she ain't got to prove nothing to nobody. Well, actually, technically she don't. She don't. Yeah. She said her and her husband are very happy. As long as they happy. Hell, we ain't got no husband, Debbie, so. Yeah. Girl, I got a whole list to get married next year, she I'm doing I'm, something wrong. I'm so upset about that situation. Yes. Um, and that was really it this season. I mean, this part one, they didn't really bring a lot of people out. Um, pretty much everybody was there, but that was pretty much it for the um part one reunion. Okay. Chacon was there. Chacon, okay, so as far as the jock situation, uh huh. Chicana Jock brought Chicana to his salon to try to help get it organized. Okay. Shakana met with the salon manager. I forgot her name. But she was the one that told Shakana that Jock be messing with the stylist. Oh, Lord. Shakana was doing Carly's hair, and she was the one that spilled the tea about Jock uh, possibly messing with the stylist. Okay. From Carly getting that bit of tea, she met with Zena at a party, and uh-huh. she told Zena the tea. Okay. And when. Um, Kendra met with Zena and the other the ex wife because she feels like they need to have a relationship because she is in Jock's life. Yeah. Um. So that was why she met you know with the kids and all of that, and that was what Zena dropped to. So that's how much traveling it did. Well. Yeah. And Shakana did um, apologize to Jock about that. She did have a conversation with him, and believe it or not, out of everybody that touched that situation. She's the only one that apologized, and he's the only one that she really, you know, was just like, all right, thank you for apologizing. But I don't, I think he didn't take in to Carly and them because he know they just missed. And like he told Carly that night when he ran into her, you know, I don't bother your relationship. Like, you out here trying to fuck up mine. That is true. So I think Carly is bitter because Jock got it right for somebody else. Carly, anyway. you know, Carly is. Carly, I think Jock was the one that Carly really kind of digged the most. Mm-hmm. Um, out of the the guys she's had on the show, but he wasn't ready. He wasn't ready at that time, and that's one thing that women feel to realize. 
that um men know. Mm-hmm. They know. So it's not a lot of times it's ten out of ten is not our fault. It's just that they weren't ready at that time. Mm-hmm. That we wanted them to be ready. Mm-hmm. And then, like they always say, men get ready for the ones they want to be ready for. Right. And if it's not you, it's okay. Even though it's going to hurt, take a lesson from it because it's only preparing you for the person you're supposed to be with. That part. That part. Yeah. And as far as loving hip hop, that's my wrap up. That's it. That's all I got. We'll stay tuned for part two next week. Okay. So that's been the weekly wrap up with Debbie for Love and Hip Hop. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with my weekly wrap up. Welcome back, lovers and friends, to the bonus episode of Lucy's Podcast. This is your girl, Lo. I'm your girl, Debbie. And Debbie just finished her weekly wrap-up of Love and Hip Hop. So I'm going to bring you all the tantalizing... Is that a word? Tantalizing. 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 Yeah. Did I say it right? Tantalizing, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to bring you all the tantalizing news that's going on in pop culture. So, yesterday, the news broke of Eddie Murphy's ex-wife, Nicole Murphy, creeping around with Lila Rashawn's husband, Antoine Fuqua. Now, for those of you who need a little reminder, Lila Rashawn was the hot girl from Waiting to Exhale, the one who slept with the, the big dude, who was like just looking for love and got pregnant by the crackhead. And she's beautiful. And Antoine Fuqua is a very famous director. He directed um, one of the Fast and the Furious, I think. One or two of them. Like, he's directed a lot of great movies. So, a picture posted of him and Nicole Murphy having a kiss. Now, this ain't no kiss on the cheek. This ain't no old little family hug. You know, when you just kind of give them the side hug. Like, this was like deep throat and sucking your tongue type kissing, right? So, Leela Rashawn, so, go ahead. So, was it just me, or did you think that he tried to be incognito? He tried to be incognito, but we see you, Negro. With your sunglasses on your head. Yeah, yes. Okay. So, go ahead. I'm sorry. So, no. So, uh, Lisa Ray, aka Diamond from Players Club, stripping business started back a long time ago. Um, <laughs> she come in and, okay, and was like, she basically was like, Nicole, you going after somebody else's husbands again? So, supposedly, Nicole went after Lisa Ray's husband when her, her husband was married. And for those of you who need a reminder, she used to be married to, like, the Prime Minister of Turks and Caicos. So, Lila Rashawn deactivated all her social media, her Instagram, and her Twitter. And then, Nicole Murphy's people came out and was just, like, um, it was a family. It, they're, like, they family friends, and it was just a little kid. Yeah. Girl, that was not no friendly kiss. I don't just kiss. I don't kiss my friends. Not like that. I, I don't kiss my friends. Like, my male friends, they've never kissed me. No, none of my male friends have kissed me. They like a little kiss on the cheek. But that's about it. Listen, I just that's a bull. You got caught. You got caught slipping. Even when he tried to be incognito, 
Just say you got caught. That's it. Just say you got caught and you got some explaining to do to your wife because she might create weight to exhale too. His yeah, shit. It's a thin line between love and hate. And his shit is probably already burning in the car. And she's walking away. Because for 11 years, she was your lover and your secretary. I'm saying for him again. Well, I was trying. Working every day of the week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 11 years I sacrificed. Oh, you know she plans to Mary J. Blige. You know she upset. You know she, she upset. She upset like Drake. Very much so. So, speaking of upset, ASAP Rocky is still locked up in Sweden. Um, 45 put out a tweet saying he was working with Kanye and Kim Kardashian to get him out of jail. And he was going to contact the prime minister of Sweden. Now, Sweden, Sweden has a rule that if you get locked up and you go to court and they find you not guilty, then Sweden has to pay you money. So he could possibly get $2 million from the Swedish government if he's not found guilty. Okay, so I, I haven't kept up with this story. What the hell did he get locked up? Okay, so this is what happened. Video footage surfaced, and Aesop Rocky's team put it out. They were there in Sweden. There were some dudes basically heckling Aesop Rocky, you know, trying to provoke him, um, calling him racial slurs, you know, trying to get a reaction out of him. Okay. Security kept telling him, you know, leave him alone, back up, back up, back up. Well, even though he is a celebrity, he's also human. Right. You can only poke a sleeping bear for so long. Uh-huh. So eventually they got into a scuffle. They decided to arrest Aesop Rocky. And supposedly the prison conditions are very horrible over there. Uh-huh. Um, and so he's locked up. Now the Swedish government decided that the dudes that were heckling Aesop Rocky wasn't in the wrong. So they didn't press what? charges. Yes. And then they also said that Aesop Rocky's bodyguards because the bodyguards got to fighting with the hecklers too, weren't in the wrong, and they didn't arrest them. So my what? question is, if no one was in the wrong, why is Aesop Rocky still in jail? Now, this has sparked a big debate all over social media because a few years back, when everything was happening in Ferguson and Michael Brown was unfortunately killed, um, Aesop Rocky was asked about the Black Lives Movement, and I'm paraphrasing. I don't know the exact quote, but I can look it up. But basically... um, it didn't matter to him. Um, he um, basically was just like, you know, I don't, I don't, I live in Calabasas. Um, I, hold on, I'm going to find it that quote because, um, because this happened, this was when everything was going on in Ferguson. Um, I'm going to find it that quote. So people Why are you looking for that? Like that just goes back to show you, like never feel like it can't be you. Like never feel like it can't be you because it can definitely be you one day. It definitely can. Okay, here it is. Um, hold on, did I find it? Okay, so here it is. The question was asked to ASAP Rocky: Do you ever feel like you're being forced to address these issues? These was they asking him about Black Lives Matter. Aesop Rocky said, and this is his exact quote, 
They're not forcing me to do shit. I'm just going to stay black and die. Why? Because I'm black. So every time something happens because I'm black, I got to stand up. What the fuck am I? Al Sharpton now? I'm ASAP Rocky. I did not sign up to be no political activist. I want to talk about my motherfucking lean, my best friend dying, the girls that come in and out of my life, the jiggy fashion that I wear, my new inspirations and drugs. I don't want to talk about no fucking Ferguson and shit because I don't live over there. I live in fucking Soho and Beverly Hills. I can't relate. I'm in a studio. I'm in these fashion studios. I'm in these bitches' drawers. I'm not doing anything outside of that. So, this is what he said in response to Ferguson. In response to Mike Brown being murdered by a police officer. So, a lot of people feel a certain type of way about trying to fight for him to get out of prison and being unjustly treated. Because he doesn't care about, or he didn't care about at that time, um, Ferguson and the situations that are a problem in the black community as far as black people and uh, the police and how he came off very dispassionate. Um, There was no sympathy, no empathy, no none of that. And um, Joe Budden touched on it on his podcast. Um, There's another podcast I listen to called The Read where Crystal um, touched on it as well. And basically, they both had different opinions. Um, Crystal basically is like, you know, um, if ASAP Rocky is not for us in the Black Lives Movement, then I'm not for him either. And Joe Budden was basically like, even though ASAP Rocky said that my thing is, you know, we still need to help him. So it kind of divided Twitter. Um, I kind of, my thing is everybody has the right to feel how they feel. I just feel like how karma can come back and bite you in the ass or how the universe can kind of wake you up. Uh-huh. Hopefully this will wake up ASAP Rocky and just let him know, even though you live in Soho and you live in Beverly Hills, you're still a, you still are seen as a nigger in yeah. a lot of these people's eyes. Not a nigger, but a nigger. And they don't care how much money you have. They don't care what zip code you live in now. Because uh-huh. of the color of your skin, they're going to treat you a certain type of way. Because you are a nigger. A nigger. Like, Jay-Z putting that song, I'm not black, I'm OJ. So. So, in other news, um, the MTV VMA nominations are out. Um, Lil Nas X is nominated. He has the most male nominations. Um, that's Mr. Old Town Road. Um, he's currently tied on the Billboard charts for the longest single at number one with 16 one. weeks and counting. He got one more week, I think. One more week. week. Yeah. Yep. Um, also nominated, um, Ariana Grande, Taylor Swift, Drake, Her, Anderson Pat. Um, I don't really watch the MTV Music Awards, but if you guys are interested in that, there you go. Um, it also came out today that they are coming out with a Harriet Tubman movie movie. Yes. Um Somebody said Portia Anderson. Yes, because Portia needs to know that there was no... Portia said, how the railroad? How did it get out? She's so beautiful, though. She's so beautiful. Um, she's so beautiful. <laughs> she is so beautiful. All beauty, baby. All beauty. Uh, this is... I'm not. I'm a little torn about the Harry Tubman movie. Now, mind you, I am going to go watch it, right? Yeah, I know you are. But I'm kind of torn because our history did not start in slavery. I would like to see more movies of us, you know, being queens and kings in Africa 
or showing us in everyday roles like falling in love or being a parent, like how they do the Caucasians. Yeah. You know, but I am here for the movie because it's about time Harriet Tubman's story is been told in such a, a manner, you know, because she is a strong woman, hot girl summer Harriet Tubman. Oh, God. <laughs> hot girl summer for Harriet Tubman. It was hot. It was hot. Speaking of movies, Lion King um, is is number one. No, no, no. Let me say this. Because I feel like what you're going to say. So, I haven't seen Lion King yet, right? Uh-huh. The soundtrack to the movie, The Gift, I love it. I love the African artists. I love the Afro beats. I love the whole thing. I've been listening to it all day today. However, I have seen snippets of the movie, right? Okay. And, of course, a live-action film is going to differ from a cartoon. Because they can do so much with a cartoon. Right. So much that they can do that they can't do with a live film. So, I think the original Lion King is always probably going to be everyone's favorite. Yes. But this is my thing from the snippets that I saw. Everyone knows I am Beehive. Everyone knows I love Beyonce. Mm-hmm. But Beyonce, the actress, is not Beyonce, the singer that you see on stage and performing. Uh-huh. I don't want to see her act no more. No, we're not going to, because when I was watching the snippets, and even when, because on the gift, the album, like, she has snippets of the movie where you can hear the audio. And one thing about being, I guess, um, um, when you do animated movies, you have to do the voices. Yeah. And the thing about actors and actresses, like, um, you have to have a lot of emotion. Just like when you rapping or singing. But I didn't get that emotion from her when I was looking at the snippets of her talking. And I think, you know, of course, we the beehive, we hype as Beyonce. We're going to support anything that she does. And I love her. But, like, when I was listening to Part 7, she was like, Simba, we needed you. Like, it just, I was just like, okay, girl, just perform the album. I don't want to see you act no more. Yeah. So, I went, because I am down show, down for the Lion King, girl, because they from the beginning to the end, girl, they was looking at me like I was crazy. Yeah. I just felt like her voice. she was reading off of yeah like somebody had put up on Facebook and sounded like she was reading off a paper and when I was watching the snippets I was like yeah it does sound like that so you know even though I'm part of the beehive when you're family you're able to tell your family when something doesn't work for them and Beyonce this is not for you but love the album Love the album. Was it Little Brown, Brown Girl? Yes, that is my song. Go Blue Ivy, baby. You better let them know. So, speaking of Hot Girl Summer, because Harriet Tubman is about to have a Hot Girl Summer, um, Megan Thee Stallion um, is about to trademark Hot Girl Summer. Mm. Yes. So, go ahead, girl. Get your coins, because we everyone is saying Hot Girl Summer. Everybody's saying it. Yeah. 
So go ahead, girl, and get your coins. And I mean, Cardi B can um, trademark. Oh, Yep, then you can trademark Hot Girl Summer. Right. So, um, going from Hot Girl Summer to going to Hot Boy Summer, R. Kelly, you know, the feds and picked him up. Yeah. All his employees was like, nah, I ain't going to jail with you, so let me go ahead and give y'all all these videos that we have of him having sex with these underage girls. <laughs> like, so his crisis manager, um, Daryl Johnson, he did an interview with Gail King. Um, Gail King asked him, would he allow his daughter to be alone with R. Kelly? And he said no. And then the next day, he stepped down as his crisis manager. And he said he would not leave his daughter with an accused pedophile. And that he stepped down for personal reasons from being R. Kelly's crisis manager. This is my thing. And I think me and Debbie have said it before on the show. Lock everybody up. The parents... R. Kelly's employees don't give them no slap on the wrist because y'all gave because they gave y'all these tapes. They've been allowing this man to do this for years, for years. Right. And then those girls, even though they might be quote unquote adults now by law, they are not adults mentally. They have been traumatized, and I don't think they know they've been traumatized. Right. And it's ridiculous. And then I seen that R. Kelly asked for a laptop so he could finish his upcoming album. Huh? Yes. I don't know if it was fake news, but it's been reported that he has asked for a laptop so he can finish up his upcoming album. I know you lying. I mean, that's what I saw. That is what I saw. I mean, niggas in jail have cell phones. I guess he figured why he can't have a laptop. I just, I don't want to hear nothing from R. Kelly. All I want to hear is that R. Kelly has been sent away from prison for a very, very long time. And I also need for along, his, with his along with his entourage and along with those girls' parents too. That part. Everybody needs they, to go. They're part of the entourage because yes. y'all allowed it. Y'all allowed it, so y'all like, need to y'all go too. Y'all 12, 13-year-old daughter should have been nowhere with no grown-ass Nowhere. 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 Period. Family, Period. Period. I don't care if my daughter 20 years old. Uh, man, what you doing over there? Uh, no. Period. So, Keisha Cole is coming back to BET. She's filming her baby special. She got her young tenderoni. Yes, he is young because he's lucky about 12. Yes, and um, she is pregnant and looks like she's about to drop any day now. Right. And she's coming back to BET. I don't have an official date, but she's coming back with a baby, sca- uh, baby special. I hope this relationship works out for her because I know she went through a lot with Doobie. I think that was his name. Was that his name? Booby. Booby. Oh. Booby. Booby. Well, Booby. Booby, that's your baby. I know. Uh, I mean, you go through a lot with anybody called Booby. (laughs) (laughs) So. So, yeah. So, she's coming back to BET soon. So, go off. Um, Miss Keisha Cole. Um, Marvel came. You want to have a what? I want an album. An album from who? Keisha Cole. You know what? Keisha Cole sometimes albums are a hit and miss for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I just don't. I mean, to me, Keisha Cole kind of reminds me of Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige didn't have any classical training. She had like that really rough, street. edgy street sound when she first came out. It still does to an extent. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Sometimes it's a hit and miss with me um, when it comes to Keisha Cole. Right. But that we could be off her first album that is forever one of my favorite songs from her. Sure. I love that song. 
Um, let's see. It's about to be a hot girl and hot boy summer. Diddy is bringing back uh, making the band. It's really? Yes, it's scheduled to come back next year, but it's going to be global making the band. It's not just going to be in the United States. It's going to be worldwide. Mm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm here for the original making the band. Dylan, 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 and Dylan. Okay. <laughs> All right. Don't nothing get better than that. Nothing is better than that. Diddy shut down a studio every other week. He had them walking for cheesecake. Honey. Nothing is better. So I'm here for it. I can't wait to next year to see how they do this. It's going to be an international making the band. So I'm excited to see that. Everyone's having a hot girl and hot boy summer. Um, mm-hmm. Debbie, how's your hot girl summer going? Is it hot? Is it cold? Is it warm? Is it lukewarm? Is- Bitch, I'm sitting on ice over here. Sitting on ice? Um, I have, I'm having a hot girl summer. You're having a hot girl summer? Yeah, till about 10 o'clock because then I go to bed. Um, yeah, I'm sitting on ice. I'm having a hot girl summer. You know, it's really just, you know, these guys are really just really easy. Um, not having any sexual relations. I'm just getting, you know, the snacks and the monies. Hey, get those coins, sis. I'm getting those coins, sis. So, um, that's all I got for. Oh, Huh? I'm, I'm sorry. I need you to focus. See, that's that's our main problem. You don't focus. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. You do not focus. I need you to be focused. Y'all know my ADHD in. Well, bitch, get your goddamn prescription, okay? <laughs> Fuck that shit. They got medicine. There's no excuse. There is no excuse. So we hope you guys enjoyed the weekly wrap-up. We're going to do this once a week. So Love and Hip Hop is in almost every damn city of the United States. So Debbie is always going to have something to say about love and hip-hop. And these celebrities are always messing up, so I'm always going to have something on the celebrity side, even when new music come out. Um, no really new music this week besides the gift, the Lion King soundtrack. I really love it. Everybody go stream it. Let's make it number one. That's all I got. Um, and August 18th, uh, well, no, August 19th, we'll be back with a um, brand-new episode of Lucis Podcast for Season 3, jumping off. So make sure you guys follow us on Instagram. Um, the page is Looseless Pie. Make sure to follow myself and Debbie on Instagram. Um, I am Miss Fierce 86 and she is DebCakes86. If you have any questions, any topics, need any advice, email us at looselesspodcast at gmail.com. Lips is with two S's. Once again, I hope you guys enjoy um, the weekly wrap-up. Make sure to support us on Anchor.fm. Make sure to subscribe to us and stream us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. Please leave a review for us and rate us on Apple Podcasts um, and Google Play. That definitely helps us out. And make sure to support us on Anchor.fm as well. That helps us out as well. Um, once again, this has been a weekly wrap-up of Lucas Podcast. This is your girl, Lo. Debbie has gone because she's off to do another show tonight. And we will be back for another weekly wrap-up soon. And you guys have a great night, a great day, no matter whatever time you're listening to the show. Many blessings to you. Hot girl summer. Keep it tight, but keep it loose at the same time.